Rachel here, and it is a pleasure and an honor to be speaking to whoever you are out there listening. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for being here. It is the season of Thanksgiving, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that right now, today, I am so grateful for my friends, for my family, for um, freedom fighters out there who stood beside me today. I'm going to get to talk a little bit about that in this podcast. And I am grateful for the Lord God Almighty and what He is doing in the lives of His people. I really do believe I am seeing people wake up right now, and I am seeing the Holy Spirit do a move of boldness in the church and a call to repentance like I've never seen before in my life. Lifetime, and I'm grateful that I get to see it. Even though things are hard and they're dark, as believers, we can never lose sight of the hope that we have in our Savior till our dying breath. He is what we put our hope and our trust in, and He is why we fight for life so hard. We know that God loves life, and He loves truth, and He loves justice, and He loves goodness. And when we live those things out, and when we fight for those things in our culture, I really do believe we are doing kingdom work. So like I said, I got to do something today alongside um, a lot of other believers and other incredibly wonderful people today. Um, I got to go to a protest and it's really not something I do very often, but I decided this was the right call as a large county in the state of Colorado is deciding that they're going to make all of their businesses be vaccine only. They're going to make their small businesses police vaccines at the doorway, and they are going to force masks on everyone above the age of to in every single public space. And you guys, as we are watching places like Australia uh, literally set up quarantine camps, internment camps for people who are positive for COVID or who might have gotten positive COVID exposure, um, we are watching tyranny and authoritarianism and a spirit of tyranny and authoritarianism like I never thought I would see in my country. And as someone with children, as someone with um, the hope of a future here, I just can't, I can't watch that happen from the sidelines, knowing how many people have gone before us to fight against tyranny, to fight against discrimination in this country. We should not be discriminating against our brothers and sisters, no matter who they are. Christ was not afraid of the sick. He was not afraid of the healthy. He had no fear of people. He knew what we should know, that it is the Lord God who holds our days. It is the Lord God who knows every breath that we have. And because our God is fearless, we should be fearless. Not stupid, but we should not be discriminatory. And I am so concerned that we have lost sight of what really matters in this country for the sake of something that's not worthy, which is what's going on right now with COVID. Um, And so I wanted to just read to you all today something that I wrote, that if I ever get the chance to speak at an event or um, I come across another opportunity to speak out, these are some things I've been thinking about and some things that I'd want to say. Upon rereading the Bill of Rights, I was reminded that there are no exemptions to these rights, including exemptions for germs or pandemics. Our founders were intelligent enough to understand that any exemption would provide tyrannical governments the opportunity to create scenarios in which these exemptions existed and then attempt to confiscate what we believe God himself gave us. The right to religious freedom is unencumbered by demands from the state for experimental medical treatments. The right to free speech is unencumbered by masks in a pandemic and opinions of media moguls or political authorities. The right to peaceably assemble is unencumbered by a germ, a danger, or an authoritarian dictate. 
We the people have always had it in us to treat these rights with great respect and recognize that no government or business in partnership with the government shall attempt to withhold them. They belong to us because they are ours from the beginning. No human authority can give them, and our founders believed Americans should never surrender these to any human authority. They well understood pandemics when they wrote the Constitution. No strangers to plagues like smallpox, our founders did not believe these were important enough to squander liberty for. And now, in a small place called Jefferson County, why would we surrender these rights to an unelected group of people who seem completely blind to the historic nature of those events and to the very available scientific data that scoffs at such authoritarian controls? To make small businesses the police arm of unelected or elected leadership is a step into fascism like I've never seen before in my lifetime as a citizen of the state of Colorado. And to think, in this state, we call ourselves liberal. We would restrict every personal choice, bodily autonomy, and burden small businesses to become discriminators of their own customers at their own doorsteps. At the behest of a group entirely ignorant of the scientific data that clearly states how little vaccinations do to stop the spread of COVID-19 and how little mask wearing has done to stop its spread as well. For so little, we would create tyranny at the doorstep of every business owner who likely barely made it through the pandemic last year. For so little, we would discriminate against our neighbors and friends and the stranger among us looking for kindness in a world growing ever darker. For so little, we would hand over our First Amendment rights that so many have bled and died to protect. This is not the America I know, the land of the free and the home of the brave. Or have we forgotten? I'm sure that this body did not go into public service. And in this section, I'm just talking about how the people that are in public service right now, I really don't think they went into public service to turn around and cause harm to their own community. I don't believe that was their original intent or to create discriminatory practices against the very people who entrusted them to protect and defend liberty and to actually promote real public good. I do not know for what reason the vibe has grown so authoritarian as to tell parents to mask their own tiny children who are, are at effectively zero risk of dying from COVID. Those are the numbers. If you don't know them, those are the numbers. Look them up. I don't know for what reason this body would be so ready to discriminate against the black and Hispanic communities whose vaccinations rates stand at 55 and 64 percent unvaccinated. Again, making businesses and individuals arbiters of discrimination and causing these locations in general to become far less diverse. I don't know why this and other governing bodies completely ignore natural immunity, which has been proven and is the best bet against reinfection and transmissal of COVID-19. A mandate for even those who have recovered is scientifically ignorant. I don't know of what reason any unelected or elected official believes they can tell a population that a one-size-fits-all approach is good or even safe when it comes to experimental or even non-experimental medical procedures. There is great diversity in biology in every population. This is why some people have peanut allergies and some don't. Some people are allergic to codeine. Others aren't. One-size-fits-all never works in medicine. And yet, we are now told to discriminate against those who cannot get vaccinated, should not wear masks, or who have valid religious and personal exemptions for these things. We are told that our bodies belong to the government. I'm sorry. My body does not belong to the government, and it is not for sale to any government entity or pharmaceutical company. According to this public health order, and by the way, guys, according to public health orders happening all over the world, local business owners are supposed to violate the Bill of Rights at the behest of a few tyrannical dictators. I don't think most businesses signed up to do this. 
This is an extraordinary burden on top of an already difficult few years. Do we care about what happens to our neighbors? Do we care about what happens to our friends? You cannot force people to hand over these rights because the government cannot force people to hand over these rights because they didn't give them. The only way that this sort of tyranny will ever work is if the people willingly give these rights up to the government. And I am praying with all of my heart, friends, that the governments abandon these fascist overreaches, these fascist partnerships with pharmaceutical companies. I really am. But I also am praying that the people of America and of the world have the courage and strength to hang on to their God-given rights and to never let go of them. I am so grateful that I got to meet other people who believe in those rights today. And I just want to talk to you about the call of the believer right now. We do not discriminate. We do not hate our neighbors. And we do not live in fear. We do not allow our friends and our family to be wrecked and destroyed by tyranny without saying something peaceably, honorably, lovingly, but in truth and in boldness. Christ always called his followers to serve their community, to feed the poor, to help the sick, to pray with those who are mourning, and to tell the truth. And the truth is, I don't believe anything that's going on right now at this point is about your health. The truth is, there are a multitude of treatments and drugs available if you get COVID that are highly effective. Data is showing this. If you need some recommendations for those things, by the way, please reach out. I want every single person I know, I talk to, to be loved upon and to be healthy. Gosh, I want you guys to know you're not alone and that there are real treatments and real help out there for you. And I've looked at this a lot. I've spent a lot of time on this because I know a lot of people who need help. And so if you are one of those people, please reach out. I will help you get access to those treatments as much as I possibly can. But nobody's talking about those early treatments that could keep you out of the hospital. Nobody is talking about natural immunity. And you have to wonder, why have we thrown all of that science out the window? And it is because what is happening right now is a mechanism of control. And first, they will go after the people that you think, maybe you even think they should go after them. Maybe you hate the unvaccinated. But then they will go after the churches because they always do. Authoritarians always go after the religious because in the religious communities where we are, we believe God is king. We do not believe the state is king. We follow the Lord God Almighty, and that is a threat to their power position. Jesus was such a threat to those in authority. And if you think he's still not today, you have missed the part about how he is the king. Nobody else gets to be king. And the state tends to often serve interests that are not of the Lord, right? And so you have to know the state will come after churches and they will come after churches hard. They will find any reason that they can. And then they're going to come after business owners and they're going to come after all the places where they can wreck the economy. I think they're already starting to do that because there is a different agenda going on. And then they will come after you. I promise you no one will be left with any rights if we continue down this path. And your children's future will be a lot darker. But here's the point. You have a chance 
right now, today, to pray and ask the Lord what your part to play is in all of this chaos. And perhaps your part to play is just to be encouraging to your neighbors. Maybe you're the person who makes sick for those who are sick, uh, soup for those who are sick. Maybe you're the person who is the prayer warrior and you just won't let, you won't stop. You ask people in your community, how can I pray for you every single week? Maybe you're the person who tries to encourage people to get back into church and into the church building and to not be afraid. Maybe you're the person who um, is a a nurse or a doctor and you want to help people beyond what the government is allowing you to and you're going to find a way. Maybe you are the person who now needs to run for office. Maybe it's your turn to step up to the plate and to be a true servant of the people in your county, your city, your state, your country. I don't know, but I do know this. The church was incredibly active in Acts. They took care of each other. They took care of each other so well that they impressed everyone around them, even while they were a threat to the government and to the positions of authority at the time. Do what God tells you to do and do not be afraid of any, uh, you know, any of the consequences of it. God's got your back. He knows To pick up our cross and to follow Christ is not always easy. In fact, to ever have expected that it would be easy is to be blind to almost every story of a believer throughout Scripture. From Abraham to Paul, not a one of them had it easy. In America, we've been so blessed and so spoiled because of the hard work and dedication and sacrifice of others. Would we now not be willing to make those same sacrifices and same dedications? And why? Is it because we're spoiled? Is it because we have forgotten that to follow Christ and to hold the banner of freedom and justice for others is hard work? Have we forgotten who we are? I pray today that if you don't like this message and you are a full-on, you know, no-freedom person, you can unsubscribe. And I will let you go freely and with the best wishes. But before you go, ask yourself, am I brave enough to do the right thing even if all the world isn't? And am I ready to stand for truth? And am I ready to be wrong? I've been wrong a lot in my life, and I've had to face those things. I've talked about this. A lot of times we'd rather be right than righteous. This should not be one of those times If everything you thought was true is turning out to not be true, face it and change. Change your opinion. Change your view. Dig a little deeper. Go to the Lord and ask, where have I gotten this wrong? What am I doing to contribute to tyranny against my neighbors and my friends? How can I be righteous, even if all the world isn't? And if you stand alone, reach out, because I promise you're not. I think the enemy wants us to believe we're alone. We're not alone. Not only do we have the Lord God on our side, but there are believers all over the world. There's churches, there's the church in China that has been underground but standing for Christ for a long time. There are churches in the Middle East that have been, gosh, abandoned by the United States abandoned by the free-thinking peoples of the world, but they know they are not alone and they have stood. They've been beheaded. They've been tortured. 
but they have stood. Will we not stand? In the place where we have the most to lose, will we do the least? I'm asking you to join me in prayer and fasting. That we would repent of our sins in this country. We would repent of our greedy hearts and our every act being out of convenience and not out of righteousness and goodness. I'm asking that we come to the Lord on our knees begging that he have mercy, that he remembers his covenant with his people, and that the church would wake up. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, an update on my uh, book. I do have a couple more chapters that have finally been edited, and I'm really close to reviewing all of those edits, and I will have something available soon, if not before the end of the year, at the beginning of the year. I'm really excited. I don't get to talk about COVID much in my book. I started this book way too too long ago, um, but hopefully there's a lot of other really interesting material in it for you, um, stuff you can dig into, questions you can ask, maybe answer answers to questions you've already had. Hopefully this inspires your intellect a little bit more. Um, the, the point of this is to give people a lot more information about scripture, about the Lord, about our history, about the church, and to answer the intellectual questions that churches absolutely don't answer and that often pastors don't even have time to think about um, for their Sunday sermons. So I'm really excited to share this stuff with you guys. I want you to know whether you agree with me or not about all of this, that I love you. And I will fight for your right to disagree with me every single day of the week because I believe it is absolutely God-given. And I wish you all the best and blessings.